AM, translated on K300DW and KTFS HD4 Texarkana. All sports, all the time. CBS Sports 1079. It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. In the yard with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. Monday version of Leaving the Yard. Chuck, Zach, Tony, Kirk. Getting ready to knock off the last week of the great month of March. It's about to run here. It's gone. Yep. Well, it's almost gone. We've got a foolish April just around the corner. Yes. I plan on being as foolish as I've ever been. As big a fool as ever? Yes. Nice. I know that's just foolish behavior, not so much being a fool. Just foolish pleasure? Acting foolish. Oh, there we go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, wasn't that a horse? It was a horse. Yeah. Of course. A horse by any other name is a horse with no name. <laughs> Everyone remembers the horse that broke down running against foolish pleasure. They don't remember foolish pleasure was the, the horse... Was the male in that well, match race? I was going to say, it was a match race. Yeah. Was it Ruffian? Yes. Yeah. People yeah. know her. They don't remember I him. Think I, I remembered right away. It was a horse. You did. What am I, not people? The average person probably wouldn't have remembered I Foolish think, Pleasure. I, they would yeah, remember Ruffian. Foolish Pleasure had been a great horse. It, it was, was great. A, it was great over you. Didn't win the Derby or something? They won a Derby. Yeah. He didn't well, win the Triple Crown. Okay. You won the Derby. The freaking Kentucky Derby. That doesn't make you a great horse? It makes you fast that day. Great means you're fast oh, all the time. Oh, my God. He was a fast that's horse ri- that day. That's ridiculous. And he was going to lose to Ruffian if she hadn't broken we down. We don't know that. We know it. She was just going. Hey, you're in the yard. What's going on, gentlemen? Horses. We're doing horses today. Yeah, we're talking about little horses. Hey. Well, you know, I had to laugh Tony, I didn't know about it until you mentioned on the show this morning. I did have to go and Google it, and you were right. You did see what you saw last night. What did you see last night? Uh, fake slap. <laughs> Do we, it, no, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm talking about the other part. I ain't talking about the other part. part. Slapping little Penny. Uh, well, uh, when so she really showed off a little more than she should have. Her. If if you ever wondered wondered what her uh, what'd you call her areola is that the best terminology to use <laughs> that that would be the scientific biological correct statement if you ever wondered what Serena's left areola uh, looked oh like God. go back and watch a replay of last night's Oscar because uh, was it before uh, or after the slap full glory well it's during Will Smith's after. acceptance speech after the slap and Will is up there boohooing and apologizing. Yeah. Uh, Serena's uh, got on a gown that is uh, playing peekaboo, sorta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So uh, I, I thought that was uh, revealing. <laughs> <laughs> really? And, you know, like, like you said this morning, Tony, if the slap had not have happened, that would have been the yeah, story of the Oscars. We'd all tonight. be talking today about, did you get a peek at <laughs> Serena's lefty? We'd be talking about Nipplegate 2. <laughs> well, it wasn't a full nip. It was just the oh, outer no. area. Oh, my gosh. But, really? Uh, this is a family show. I'm just saying. that we. I think that would have caught some more attention. You know, it's funny. I get home today and I look at the uh, Facebook there, and Jordan is saying to me, uh, the child bride didn't get upset that you stopped and backed up and looked at that. <laughs> and I said, well, uh, 20, 25 years now, Jordan, your wife won't care either. You know, when you get to be our age, they're just happy that you still notice such things. You know what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah now can I have something soft Chuck, to eat? Chuck, you remember, uh, do you re- remember the wrestler Rob Van Dam? Yeah. Rob Van Dam, when he come out, and, you know, my wife and I have been married going on 32 years now. She could always tell you what side it was, what it was on. <laughs> on where the Van Dam was? <laughs> so, I mean, you you, you know, so like, like you said, you know, Angels, your wife didn't get upset by that? No, yeah. when you've been married as long as we have, yeah, just, hey, you noticed it, you noticed it. Yeah. yeah no, you're just trying to prove your point to the child bride. Yeah, well, I, I thought the whole thing was based on the idea that no one was going to pay attention to anything after, after that. that. Yeah, yeah. They, she exactly. got up there, and we may not have noticed. Really? That, yeah, we may have just gone on with. Oh, three really different. Howard Stern had the best take on it today. What's that? Howard Stern mentioned the fact that had it been Jason Momoa or The Rock that had made that joke. Will Smith would have never got out that seat. See, I thought my line was the best line. Which I, was? Why didn't Costner jump in there and take the hit? He was sitting right there on the front row. What kind of damn bodyguard is that? He I take, don't think he You're at the, <laughs> the Oscars. Costner's sitting there. Will Smith approaches Chris Rock. By golly, he just sits there and lets him take the shot. I don't think he was Chris Rock's bodyguard. Well, not he sat there and watched Chris Rock get slapped. Costner's an old man now. Yeah. You just back up. Oh, oh, oh. look out now. Yeah. Here, here's my here's my take. What is going to happen to comedians after now? They're going to get smacked around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, comedians when they go out and do stand up, yeah. you know, their job is to take a risk. Some of what they say, there's a little bit of truth in it, and the way they pay, poke fun of it. You laugh at something that's really there. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've I've been to comedy shows before where people have heckled the comedian, and guess what generally happens to those guys? They get thrown out. Or he heckles them back. Yeah, a good comedian he's them that himself. And if you noticed on on that slap last night, Chris Rock almost said something. He says, "You know, I could." Then he turned his head and he says, you know, we just witnessed the best show of live television. Well, that's why I, I, Chris Rock Chris Rock would have made mincemeat out of him if he if he used his words. Yeah, yeah, he could have made fun of Will Smith. I mean, geez, you talk about her hair and he's got that set of ears he's got. <laughs> really? That's where you're gonna go? I'm just you're 
She's going to get up and hit him now. You want to talk bad about Will Smith, Wild Wild West? <laughs> well, he had he had made that joke he, before. He oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd made that joke before about <laughs> Getting the $20 million for uh, making I mean, that garbage. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. But, hey, just one of those things that gets, just makes you nervous on what, you know, we're now woke. We can't even yeah. – and, and what gets me, Demi Moore in G.I. Jane, she was smoking hot. Well, dude, I took that more compliment than I did. Ugly girl. No I'm, no, I'm just saying I took that more as a compliment than a put-down. Yeah, I don't think he meant it as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I think now, he meant it as a put-down. Like, said she looked like Medea, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> well... I thought the joke died. It wasn't a very funny joke no, because of her condition. I think most of the people knew about her condition, and so the joke died. Everybody moaned, and and that's that's how comedians are regulated. When stuff's not funny, the audience tells they them. Stop. Yeah, yeah, and you don't say that again. You learn your lesson and move on. That's not funny. But as you but said, would you ever think in the twenty first century, twenty twenty two, we'd see the Fresh Prince smack Little Penny? <laughs> hey. They've evolved. It's not Y'all have a good one, guys. See, yeah. I'm gonna say it's not really an MMA I would pay to go see, but whatever. See, I think it was a bit that went awry. It I, went awry when when Will Smith started yelling back out. I don't think he pulled his punch right, and I don't think he. Then I think he got a little pissy with his language. Yeah, should, if he hadn't said what he said. Yeah. It's just a good bit if it's indeed a bit. Right. I don't Chuck, know that I believe Chuck, it. Is. We see fights all the time. Is that how fights happen? I uh, know. There's some terminology used in the oh, interaction. Yeah, yeah you don't just walk up and smack and like you're not you're not saying in advance. Don't say about my wife smack. Yeah, you just don't walk up and is, smack. I've observed people punch other people. Unfortunately, and they want to punch. Nah, that that was not uh, how fights go down. <laughs> however, however. I mean, the folks at the Academy are looking seriously at... What? Do they rescind the award? No. Well, we'll see. They're, they're having this conversation now. In a world in which... Oh, my God. I know. This is the problem. In a world in which we live... Do you, do you, do you, it was, they took away O.J.'s Heisman, didn't they? Did they? Did they rescind I thought, that? I thought they couldn't find it. Looking for it. No, no, no I thought it. he still had his Heisman. They were looking for yeah. it. Um, they took away Reggie Bush's house. They took away Reggie's too. That's right. They're taking him back. Uh, you know, I hate because it's such a great movie, and I hate that. You know, typically you get a Oscar bump. Yeah, more eyes come to a film yes. when someone wins one of the major awards. You bet. I hate that more people may not go out and and or tune in, stream it, or what because it streamed right away. But Well, maybe maybe folks who don't like Chris Rock will come out and watch yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. A lot well, of those. Everybody hates Chris, don't That's they? what I'm saying. <laughs> this whole Hollywood talk leads us actually yeah. into our second segment. Yeah, we've got today, a Hollywood person coming on who I don't think you'd jack with. <laughs> yeah, Quentin Aaron is joining us here in just a couple of minutes. You know him as Big Mike from The Blind Side, the actor that played Michael Orr in the movie. He's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. As uh, we're going to get him on, apparently he's uh, he's in a new movie coming up, and Is this uh, Trailblazers or what? No, what's no, it? Baby Pack, Baby Pack, Baby Pack. Oh, I don't know that one. I know it's it's not out yet. It's brand new. Oh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk to him in just a couple of minutes. All right. It's like we we planned this whole thing. Yeah, like the Oscar. We get someone Hollywood on. Uh, yeah, a smack during the Oscar presentation. A little. Uh, yeah. 
sports yeah. movies. Blindside was a sports movie. King Richard. Sports movie. See, look, it's just a symbiotic it's, world. It's a synergy day, isn't it? Anyway, we're going to have him on in just a couple of minutes. So we got that going on uh, tomorrow on the show. Volleyball coach, the new volleyball coach for Texas A&M Texarkana is joining you for a hour of fun and merriment. Really, the whole hour? Did you warn her? You can her kick her out anytime you want. No, she's welcome to say that. Spike her out. I'll get to know her. Yeah. Like the morning show. That's what I like about the morning show. I get to visit with people. What are you trying to say? Well, typically we here have them one segment, maybe two. You don't really get to know someone. And so in the morning, I, I get to really delve into it with someone. Well, you could have them in for an hour if you'd like. Well, if she wants to hang around, I'd be happy we to. We can have our next guest next time for a whole hour if you want. If you want to get to know him better. Well, who are you going to bring up? Jordan Angel. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get a full hour of Jordan Angel. I don't know if I want to talk to Aaron for an hour. It's, uh, he's not here. See, I like to talk to people in person. I know. It's hard to get him yes. in our studio, especially from out of town. Yes. Where, where do you think we're going to talk to him about? Where, is he in L.A.? Is he in Hollywood? Or I bet he's in Louisiana. Georgia? Louisiana. Is that where he's filming or something? I don't know. I have no idea. We're going to find out. Anyway, we'll take the break a little bit early. We've got to get him on the phone. It's about 13 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Quick break. Two minutes-ish. And we'll get uh, Quentin Aaron on with us next. Kind of leaving the yard. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly what you can do with a metal roof. And metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingled roofs. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Take the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. A little bit of everything upscale thrift store next to Big Lots offers you high quality merchandise at very reasonable prices. See all of the rooms devoted to just the thing you're looking for, for the entire family. A little bit of cash can get you a little bit of everything. 2729 New Boston Road, Suite 90. No one wants to give up their independence. However, it's an unfortunate fact of life as we get older. The associates at Sitters LLC of Texarkana understand the heartache and confusion that this can cause for an elderly person and their family. Sitters LLC of Texarkana, 4150 McKnight Road. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Welcome back. We've got about uh, 16, almost 17 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. And uh, we are really honored this afternoon. Joining us live via the Sonic Hotline is uh, Quentin Aaron. Now, you probably don't know him by Quentin Aaron. 
You probably know him by Big Mike. I'm sure you're getting sick of hearing that, aren't you? Uh, no, it's all right. It's all right? Yeah, yeah. the territory. It goes with it. He is actor extraordinaire. He played Michael Orr in The Blind Side. And we're really honored to have you with us this afternoon. Tell us what's going on. Why are we Thank talking you. to you today? Um, I don't know. You called me. No. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> a lot going on. Um, I'm actually, I've been doing a lot of, like, growing life-wise. You know, I call it adulting <laughs> lately. And part of my adulting is just taking care of myself. And so um, you might have seen about a month ago, there was a lot of uh, articles going around about me losing nearly a hundred pounds. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. I did a post on social media about my before and after from the beginning of December and everyone just went nuts. They were like, what? Actually middle of November. Sorry. Middle of November. I dropped, I managed to drop from five fifty nine to four sixty two. Um, and that was a month ago. I was at 462. Now I'm at 435 as of this morning. So, Well, congratulations now, on that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That's, what, 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 so, uh, yeah. what, what, what was the, uh, the moment or the thing that got you into the mindset of it's time to start shedding some weight? Um, there's a couple of things. You know, I, I'm getting older. I'll be 38 this year. Still single, never married. Uh, no kids. And I want that one day. I want a family one day, and I want to be around and healthy enough to partake in all the glories that comes with that. And so I just got to the point where I was like, you know, after, especially after surviving COVID, you know, um, I just got to the point where I just started listening to my body and, and you know, and enhancing my walk with God because I'm a Christian as well. And I got to the point in my life where I said, you know, I want to start taking care of me so that I can do the things that I enjoy and be of service as, as you know, God may see fit for me to be. And I'm just, I'm a real stickler for being obedient, you know, and I relate a lot of things to other, like I, I come up with a lot of ways that make sense to me to do the things that I do justifiably so that I can be a good role model to kids that look up to me or people in general that may need to be inspired by me. I'm a, I don't know if you could tell, but I am somewhat a motivational speaker. <laughs> I've been doing that for the past 13 years as well. So, so what's working for you? Is, is it diet? Is it exercise, a combination, or just a whole different lifestyle you're living? Yeah, it's a lifestyle thing. I don't really call it diet anymore. I don't call it exercise anymore. See, over the years, I've worked with several trainers, uh, nutritionists, or meal prep services, and no disrespect to none of them, but I was never really able to stay consistent, you know, and, and it was just like I'd start and stop, start and stop, you know, lose a ton of weight, stop, gain it all back again. And it was because it was looking at it like diets instead of looking at it for what it was, which should have been always a lifestyle change. Like, um, I started a few years ago a documentary 
called Best of Me to Quentin Aaron's Story that I wanted to do in tribute to my mom who passed away uh, back in 2008. And she used to always tell me, no matter what you do every day, make sure you seek that best version of yourself. And I feel like she never got a chance to see the best version of me. So I wanted to do this in honor of her memory. And uh, I mean, while I haven't been able to finish the documentary yet because of funding and stuff, I'm still gonna go through with seeking the best version of myself. And so I'm, you know, that stuff like taking better care of myself, uh, you know, growing in my walk with God, you know, losing weight, trying to get to the best shape of my life, which I've never been in, you know. Um, I, I would say now, the weight that I am right now, currently, I haven't been since 2009. So I'm extremely proud of that. I've been heavier than this weight for the past, what, 13 years? It's crazy. <laughs> Quentin Aaron is joining us live this afternoon. Now, you've been an actor for, what, all of your adult life. How did you get into this? Yeah. My mom, actually. She, from day one, she's encouraged me to do it because I used to drive her crazy at home, pretending to be Batman or Michelangelo, the Orange Ninja Turtle, you know, even James Bond. I told, I was convinced. I told her, I said, Mom, one day I'm going to be the first black James Bond. And she's like, Quentin, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she's getting ready to say something. She's just like, stop, like, okay. Like, I'm just going to leave that alone. That's what gonna, moms have to say. Talking. That's right. Exactly. And so uh, she enrolled me in drama in the school so I could stop driving her crazy at home. And I did my first stage play when I was like seven, I think. Wow. And I loved it. Yeah, it was an escape for me because I, I grew up being bullied in school. But when I was... um on stage doing my thing and the kids reacted the way I wanted them to. That's what made me grow a love for acting because I felt like it was the only time that I could really control the responses that I was getting from the kids as opposed to them making fun of me all the time. So now, now where did you grow up? In the Bronx, New York. In the Bronx. So you went, mm -hmm. I assume you did uh, theater in high school as well. I did. I did. And I, but I did, Middle school and high school in Augusta, Georgia. We moved down south in uh, 96. I was 12 years old, and uh, my mom didn't want me going to middle school or junior high, it was called at the time. She didn't want me going there or high school in New York because of how tough things were, and I pretty much got bullied uh, all through elementary. So Now, you say bullied. Was that, were you a, a large kid in, in middle school? I was I hit, well, I hit my growth spurt. Uh, well, I was always the biggest kid in my class and everything, but like around, let's say, all right, when I was twelve, I was six feet two hundred pounds with okay. a size twelve shoe. <laughs> when I was fourteen, I was six four three hundred and twenty pounds with a size seventeen shoe. So I, I was, you know, pr practically the size of a grown man from the age of twelve. So I'm betting you go down to and, Georgia, uh, and, and while you ultimately want to get into theater, were there, uh, were there athletic directors and football coaches drooling over the fact that they had a 300-pound kid in, in their midst now? Mm -hmm. Exactly. The crazy thing about that is that I had no idea how to play the game of football because I was never really into the sport. So when I was in school, I had no skills to play sports. Um, 
coming from New York, being a New Yorker, I was interested in basketball, but even that, I was not athletically, uh, what do you say, gifted, so to speak. We were, we were dealing with that. I didn't, I didn't have the tools necessary to, you know, display on the basketball court nor the football field. But they did, you know, after some begging and whining, get me to join the football team in my ninth grade year. But I sucked so bad, <laughs> I pretty much rolled the bench the whole season. <laughs> And did you go back, or was that the end of it? Ninth grade, I don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, no, that was the end of it. I was like, yeah, mm, you know, after some long thinking for about 30 minutes, I realized this sports thing ain't really for me. <laughs> so I went back to chorus and uh, drama. And, and so the, the role that has been your defining role to this point in time would certainly then end up on the football field. Exactly. Well, you know, later on in life um, – I saw a movie called Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. Beautiful movie. Amazing. That's actually one of my favorite sports movies. Um, Denzel Washington, I'm a huge fan. actually got to meet him. He's an amazing guy. And that was my – that was the, the thing that inspired me to give football a go. But at the time, I was out of school. So um, I didn't really, like, pursue it. I think it was like kind of, I felt like I had missed my mark. I was like, you know, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be in the music industry or the mu- the movie industry. And that was where my focus was. So I felt like I kind of missed my, my um, calling when it came to sports, but I didn't feel like I had that calling until after watching, um, until after I watched Remember the Titans. But Oddly enough, when I turned 22, I got the opportunity to, um, I got the opportunity to, to, uh, sorry, somebody's all my talking. I got the opportunity to, um, play on a mid pro football team. And this opportunity came when I was going to take my security license. The guy giving the test was the coach of the Bronx Mad Dogs, which was a, uh, it was like a, a middle pro team, which allowed the players to still get seen by college scouts or NFL scouts. And I was 22 at the time playing. I was at the last age you're supposed to be to be on qualify for the team. So I played that one season. We went undefeated for the first nine games. Um, I got approached by a scout from the Giants. And here's the, the, the hilarious part of it. He said, what's your fastest mile? And I laughed. And he, he was like, standing in a straight face. And I was like, oh, you're serious? And he's like, yeah, yeah, how fast of a mile you can run? I was like, yeah, I ain't never run a mile a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me his business card and said, hey, call me when you can run two miles flat. And I laughed again. <laughs> he was just, and he's like, yeah, give me a call, give me a call. I was like, all right, cool. I never called him. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, you know. But uh, when I trained for the blind side, that put me in the best shape of my life thus far, you know, and I was able to run a mile and a half nonstop. And I was like, holy crap. Nice. Quentin, Never thought that would be possible. Quentin Aaron joined us live this afternoon. Now, Quentin, you're a big guy with a cool name, Quentin Aaron. Did you have cool nicknames growing up? Were you Q or QA? What were the kids? Oh, yeah. What, what was your nicknames growing up? Q, 
um, there was Q, there was Baby Shack, there was Tiny, there was Biggie Smalls, Junior. Um, what else? Uh, there was there was a bunch of other. Everything has something to do with being big or small for some reason. It was, uh, I wanted to be able to... <laughs> kids, like, kids aren't, kids aren't terribly creative. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was either big or I was small. Yeah. I was tiny or I was confused. I, I think I was confused because I, I didn't know what they wanted to call me. Bigfoot. I, I got called Bigfoot. I got called, um, what's the other? Yeti. Yeti, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got called Yeti. My brother calls me a baby Shaq because he's like, I swear you and Shaq are two peas in the, in the same pot. <laughs> I'm a goofball like Shaq is. So he's probably my my unknown brother. <laughs> so you talked about you know, meeting Denzel. Was that the coolest person you ever met in the business? And you just went, wow, that's crazy. Or have there been others that you met that kind of just blew you away that you had that opportunity? I mean, he's definitely up there, but I've I've met a lot of legends in the game. Um, let's see, Morgan Freeman. Uh, let's see, Jamie Foxx. I met Harrison Ford, one of my favorites. He gave me one of the coolest compliments ever, uh, and this was at the Golden Globes, like, what, 13 years ago? There was, uh, I met Meryl Streep. I met Angelina Jolie. And Brad Pitt, that was, oh, my God, that was a dope night. You just A-listed that <laughs> night, weren't you? Yeah, she she kissed my face and caught part of my lip, and I, I was like, yeah, I'm not washing this part of my face. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was, yeah, I'm not, I'm not washing it. She kissed it twice, you know, Sounds once when we first met, and then again before I left, and I was just like, oh, my God, dude, I, oof. So as you brought up this 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 uh, award show thing, I'm I'm sure you you saw last night's performance, right? Oh my goodness! Listen, I I was completely caught off guard. I was I was having fun. I went on Instagram Live. I was talking. I was talking about like, wait, what did I just? Did he just? He slapped. That was that was fake. No, it it wasn't fake. Look at Jada's face. That was that was real. I was I was just talking about so. I did not see that coming. I never saw Will Smith that angry. And, yeah, Chris Rock did not know what to do. It was crazy. And it, it was sad and unfortunate because I love both of those guys there. You know, I never got to meet Chris, but I did get to meet Will and Jada years ago, and it was super cool. Like, I met them at the premiere of Karate Kid. And it was – I mean, Kung, was it Kung Fu Kid Karate Kid? With Jaden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Karate Kid. It was Karate Okay, yeah. I, was, I thought I said it wrong. So. No, it was yeah, a remake. I, I met them at the premiere. Exactly. I met them at, yeah, I, I remember the original with Ralph Macho. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which, by the way, Cobra Kai is like one of my favorite shows on Netflix. I just got to drop that. Like, <laughs> no way. I be on the next season. Like, come on. I, wanna, I grew up with Karate Kid. I'm an 80s baby. <laughs> like, Ralph Macho. Oh, man. Nice. Come on, like I love that show. <laughs> nice. So, what what projects are you on now? We know you got Baby Pack coming out. How did this one come about? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was cool. I, uh, my agent. I forgot, how did it come about again? Oh, Matt Berman, the director. Actually, um, he worked with Kevin Farley, um, Chris Farley's brother. Shout, uh, rest in peace, Chris Farley, one of the greatest. Uh, comics comedic actors I love that guy 
you know, watching all his movies and skits on Saturday Night Live. Um, he was just amazing. I, I had the opportunity to become friends with his brother, Kevin Farley, years ago. And we did a, a spoof movie, kind of like spoof comedy movie, with Kevin Farley and Matt Berman, the writer-director for Baby Pack, are friends. And he, he uh, reached out because of my connection with Kevin. And so I, I got told about it, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do this. It was a cool little rom-com. Rom-coms are one of my favorite genres of movies. I always saw myself being in a rom-com. I actually have a couple that I'm developing my own show where I am the guy that gets the girl. <laughs> so, it's amazing how that works, exactly. doesn't it? <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, I got, I got to create it for myself because Hollywood ain't going to, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm big and sexy. But Hollywood don't see that. It's like they, they got, you know, they, 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 they don't recognize my sexiness, you know, but I'm, I'm just, all right, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. They're going to see. So, I got to do it myself. All right, so if you're playing a leading man who's going to get the girl, who's the girl? If you could if you could put any actress as th- this is the love interest, who is it? Goodness. Uh, there's so many. I mean, I love Google Batson Ra. She is beautiful, and she has that look. Um, Rosaria Dawson. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, you know who I would love? I have a movie that I'm developing. It has music in it as well because I sing, and I'm actually going to be releasing my first single uh, in the next couple of months. And um, but I have a movie that I want to do called Jacob and Alley. And I would love for Tori Kelly <laughs> to be in that movie with me. You know, that's a dream of mine. I've been a Tori Kelly fan forever. You need to, you need so to be dropping this on Twitter. Yeah, you need to drop these on Twitter. Put some hints out there. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm I'm trying to get it more developed first. Okay. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, overplay my hand before it's ready. <laughs> You know, I'm not trying to go all in on the flop. I'm, I gotta <laughs> gotta see the river first. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, we were. It's funny so. you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned yourself as the elite in a, in a romantic comedy. We were talking the other day about the remake of Cyrano de Bergerac with uh, with what, the guy what? from uh, Game of Thrones being the lead. They went little. Why not go big? Exactly. Definitely. Why not go big? That's you know, go big or go I'm home. I'm big. I'm charming. I got a million dollar smile, and I know how to make girls laugh. Ladies love me. You know? Hey, sounds like you got it figured out, my man. <laughs> I just I give compliments and keep it moving. There I you make, go. I'm all about making people's days better. I don't really like you know flirt and stick around. You gotta you know give the compliment and walk away. That's how I do it. Then they chase you. All right, so when are we looking for Baby Pack to come out? When's the release? I'm believing it's going to be like mid-June. Okay. So you got a little bit of time. I don't know know where exactly yet, um, but I know I'll drop more uh, information as the day gets closer. But I'm also, you know, like I said, I'm going to be doing my first single um, soon that I'm excited about. It's, It's a big... Uh, motivational song that is needed right now. The current state of what's going on in our world today. It's, it's another to give you a, a sense of the feeling behind the song. It's going to be kind of like um, 
and I'm an old school head, so forgive me if y'all don't know these songs, but like you know, like Marvin Gaye, "What's Going On." Oh, we, we're we're old. Yeah, we're old. You're not old. Yeah. You need a love. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're out there. Yeah, I'm, I I grew up on the you know Marvin Gaye's or the Luther Vandross or the Stevie Wonder's, like you know. Yeah, when we put that in my house, so, my wife knows I'm serious. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Oh, you want to, with Marvin Gaye? Yeah. Well, she loves it. really try, baby. <laughs> She's like, uh-oh, is that time? It's, it's that time. time. It's showtime. <laughs> social media, Quentin, what's your favorite social media outlet? Um, I do Instagram a lot. I'm official Quinton Aaron. Or A.A. Ron, as the people like to say. <laughs> nice. Very the official nice. Quentin A.A. Ron. I like that. All right. Yeah. We, we got to let you go. Too. I just haven't done much with it. You, you, you got to do more of the TikTok. Oh, the young people are on that TikTok now. Exactly. I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta hire a young person to be my social media consultant and just, like, think of content because I'm, I'm too old to think of that stuff. I'm <laughs> we understand. Hey, we, we, we want to thank you for coming on. It's been great visiting with you. Congratulations on the weight loss. Keep at it. Keep posting pics so we can follow how you're doing. And if you're ever up this way, if you're up in uh, Texarkana, Mandeville's not that far. You get up here. And, uh, where are you at? Where are you guys at? In Texarkana. Texarkana? Oh, Okay. All right. You're not far away. I'm down for a good road trip. So, like, if you find me up that way, yeah, let's go out and get some barbecue or something. Amen. We got just the place. Okay. All right. right. Well, Texicana is going in my radar. There you go. Quentin Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great visiting with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. 21 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. We're coming right back to the studio. You stick around. High tech, low tech, big or small, high tech signs can do them all. Hi, Russell Sparks here, owner of High Tech Signs, and I'm here to connect your customers to you. Need an electronic message center? We can handle that. Your sign's looking dim or need service? We can repair that. Need some vinyl lettering or a banner? We can do that too. So remember, high tech, low tech, big or small, high tech signs can do them all. High tech signs, connecting your customers to you. 903-838-8999. Or visit hightechsignstxk.com. It's time to leave the gym and get outside. The boys and girls of spring have been working hard at Texas High. Baseball and softball time is here in Texarkana. John McClure and his Tigers returned lots of kids from last year's successful season. Longtime coach Robbie Hatfield has handed the Lady Tigers softball program torch to new head coach Lacey Middlebrooks. Join me, Key Shooty, as we bring you live play-by-play baseball and softball action here on the historic home of the Texas High Sports. You can listen to it all on 107.9 FM on the Texarkana Radio Center app or online at the Fan One. 1079.com. All righty, welcome back. About 19 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 
1079. We're talking about Quentin and his nicknames. I got a new nickname for you. Hot Mike. Hot Mike. <laughs> As opposed to Big Mike. I'm Hot Mike. Since we were going to that break. Yeah, my mic's still off. <laughs> what the crap that was all about? You had too much going on. I man. did have a little going on. Yeah, normally, you know, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I ain't going to talk about it. By the way, uh, you taking Riddle with you tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. Riddle he, me this, riddle he, me that. He's on with us, and uh, so... Just want to make sure everybody knows that. Oh, uh, he knows. I've texted him before. No, I, I'm letting the listeners know. Oh, yeah. That if you uh, tune into Arkansas High Baseball, I'm assuming down on 98.7, down the dial tomorrow. I'm assuming so. And what time does that start? Around 5 o'clock? I'm assuming so. <laughs> so. That's that's what I'm living under, the assumption I'm living <laughs> under. You never know. I mean, we've, we've learned Arkansas basketball can start whenever. Yeah. Arkansas baseball is pretty well, strict about we 5 at, o'clock. We were at a softball game the other day that started about 4.50. I know. That's true. Good point. I'm just reminding I never, you. Yeah, I need a reminder. Thank you. Early. You might want to get there a few minutes before. Yeah, softball does its, in its own world. Because typically I have to get there early and get everything ready for Chuck. Really? <laughs> really? When, when did that happen? That day at the softball game. You got what? You got the lineup. <laughs> I got something. You got, oh my something. God. <laughs> yeah, they're playing Sheridan tomorrow, oh. the Hogs are, which... Uh, to you know ball club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know nothing about yeah. that. I've well, you. this is a team that was uh, a 20, what, 23, 24 game winner last year. Got them, uh, I think, 12 and 2 uh, conference record. Usually that'll get you a Cy Young. Yeah, yeah if, you're a, <laughs> if you're a pitcher, it will. But anyway, no, this should be a good matchup. We'll see if the, uh, the Razorbacks, who won, they lost their opener in the marathon game, came back and won against Hot Springs before the spring break last week. So this is their first time. Um, back in conference play since uh, last time we saw them. But uh, we will be uh, intrigued to see what they have to offer Sheridan. Now, tomorrow morning on Kirk and Company, yes. uh, Brian Boat's going to come home with Ooh. me. And Boat, who, don't you agree he's doing a pretty good job as, he's doing as, a, really good as job. a broadcaster? He's doing a really good job. And you and I both have discussed the fact that he's knowledgeable about baseball. We think he does a good oh. job oh, yeah. with baseball. Yeah, and, he knows baseball. And so uh, he's coming on tomorrow. He's seen all the local teams. Uh, in his gig as uh, kind of the voice of game day baseball. Yeah. So uh, we'll get him on tomorrow to talk about the local baseball teams. And uh, uh, he, you know, I told him he's kind of the expert now. He's the one that's covering every school in town. He's the eyes. You've got eyes on Arkansas High. Yeah. And uh, he's got know, him on Texas he's High. He's got him on Texas High. And so for Boat, who's getting to see all the different teams play, uh, He's the expert now. Mm, Tyler so, Hoof for Liberty Island. Yeah, he he laughed at that. He's it's right though. You're yeah. right. No, it's a great point. And his background in coaching, particularly baseball and all, he's like I say very knowledgeable. And I've been impressed with his calls. And so he's I'm keeping for, Morgan off the air. If he's if he's able to be on the air, and keep Morgan away from a mic, then I'm all on board. I, I'm all on board wow. with that. That's just why you, Morgan knows why you I'm taking cheap him. shots. That's me. not a cheap shot. That's Morgan's going to agree. Gonna, He's going to go, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're going to come up that. and slap me now. <laughs> well, then I'll say it again. <laughs> Get both cheeks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, uh, both does an outstanding yeah, job. Now we don't know who's to slap and who's not to slap. No, it's you. He slap you. <laughs> that, that's who's to slap. But anyway, no, that's a, that's a great point about Brian getting a chance to see. We see that's a without game day's existence, we wouldn't have anybody that sees every team. I mean, yeah. the, the Gazette guys all were the same way; they get assigned to a yes. team. Typically, they're on a to, bead, and right. so yeah, I don't know if uh, Josh and Brian have seen 
everybody in town. You know, they may have called them at the tournaments, but uh, well, you, know, you say that. I mean, you could go to a PGLE game and you've gone to the the Texas High yeah. tournament that yeah. they put on, and you would have seen everybody in yeah. town. So, which but either way made it a little bit easier this year. There, none of them are former baseball coaches I know about. No, no, they're not. And yeah. Texas High got a huge win last Friday. Yes, over Longview and. Uh, I talked to Coach McClure that morning, and he was talking about the top of that lineup from Longview is pretty salty. Yeah. And a lot of speed, and they'll put pressure on you. And so uh, he had his concerns Friday morning, but his young men went out there Friday night and really played a good ball Especially game. Especially after losing to Hallsville earlier in yeah. the week. It looked like it could have been a lost week for the Tigers. You, and that's the top of the of the district. There's no question. Hallsville, Longview are the prob- – I mean, Mount Pleasant's in that conversation too, but that's probably the big three. If you go in and lose two – Back yeah. to back like that, it's a, it's, it's a week. bad week. But uh, they jump back out. And the Hallsville game getting moved, it, it kind of messed them up a little as far as having yep. one and one there. Yep. But but that's a that's a big time win to keep them in the position still because this yeah. is about seeding now. You know the Tigers are going to be in the playoffs. It's a matter of where are they going to be. They're going to have to play a one, or are they good enough to get maybe to a two or a three spot or a three or a two spot and have to avoid the num- or get to avoid the number one seed in the uh, in the neighboring district so big win yeah. big win either way looking forward Let's to a little of uh huff's call the other day in uh i guess it was softball maybe they were doing last friday well huff will be on for me in the morning so yeah i'll, I'll ask him you how need to ask him how that went how softball's going? oh yeah they're, they're still learning they're well, still learning softball and, and as somebody who i never really called yeah. softball until a couple of years ago we had always done baseball across town we never really did softball and then all of a sudden had some we, we, as they got into a playoff run, we did a little bit of softball. And, you know, it's one thing to play it. It's another thing when there's specific rules for the girls' high school softball things, and it's different than baseball. And uh, they're still learning that across town. It was it was actually extremely entertaining to get a chance to watch them try to figure it out. Well, it's a different game. Very it is. Different. It's very People much think that. it's on the diamond. You got nine players. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's different the oh, way it's played. There's a lot of differences about it. <laughs> you know, I had hoped to get uh, Coach Surratt on sometime from L.A. Yeah. he's It's his first year of coaching softball. softball. And so uh, I'm, I'm trying to get him on. He's got a lot of bus duties in the morning. But oh, that'll get you. That bus I'll, will get you. Hopefully I'll get him on sometime. Bus duties about. or you driving a bus? Well, I haven't drive a bus. I, uh, oh, he's making some coin then. Don't mess uh, with his money. Well, it's kind of all hands on deck for anybody that's got a CDL this year. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a big shortage of bus drivers in the community. Well, I can't so. imagine why. <laughs> you got 40 or 50 crazy kids behind you yes who don't want to go to school yeah. or want to get home either yeah. way they, they're well, not happy that's on the bus. been there yeah. but uh, you mix it with covid and some other yes. concerns that's that's been tough for districts finding up bus drivers so if you got a cdl i don't and can fog up a mirror i can do that <laughs> i can turn around and yell too i'm pretty good with that part you know that was one of my favorite simpsons episodes when they fired the bus driver and replaced him with an admin and he lasted like two trips and said uh, you get a man back in here now <laughs> now all right we're gonna take a break 11 minutes till six o'clock leaving the yard zach and the professor on the fan 107 it's been a hollywood day it's all we're doing is talking movies or simpsons or I don't know. Another guy on TV. All that. <laughs> it's like the Jim Rome show here. <laughs> you know, I thought about that this morning. We'll come back. We've we got to take the break here first. I'm leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079.
Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. When you want to look good, the best place in Texacana with those hot magazine cover clothes is GQ Look. The best looks in top name fashions and accessories. Names like Steve Harvey, Stacey Adams, In Search, and many more. 213 East Broad Street since 1983. Ivan Smith Furniture has exactly what you're looking for. Living room, bedroom, dining room, kids room, office, even outdoor furniture plus mattresses accents and entertainment centers financing delivery online bill pay and so much more ivan smith furniture with locations in texarkana hope and atlanta hey guys if you need help buying clothes for the lady in your life relax bransford's fashions can guide you through the process painlessly and they also have gift certificates bransford's fashions 1019 north kings highway in nash to help your local business community grow go to looklocalfirst.com and click on texarkana Ladies, let your hurt down. Let your hurt down. He's about to get out. Oh my, oh my, oh my God. This girl straight and this girl not. Tipsy off that piece of rod. All right, welcome back. Nine minutes till six o'clock. Last segment, real quick. Uh, there is a story that's just broken a few minutes ago. This, I'm just going to read you the beginning of this. All 32 NFL teams are going to hire a minority offensive assistant coach for this upcoming season. It's part of the league's ongoing diversity efforts. Here's how this thing reads. Coach can be a woman or a member of an ethnic or racial minority. The uh, owners adopted the policy. They say they're going to pay this new coach from a league-wide fund that they've created coach is going to work with the head coach and the offensive staff with the goal of trying to increase minority participation but they're really talking about this for women this is really they feel like they're on the beginning of seeing female coaches in the nfl eventually and this is the open door to in effect some kind of a uh what's the word i'm looking for innovation no no not innovation more like an apprenticeship well of you if you're going to be uh I don't know if I like the term apprenticeship. Well, however you want to use it. It's like an apprentice. Well, like Trump's going to come in and fire you. No, I don't want that. This isn't the, the uh, USFL. Yeah. It's the NFL. But it's an interesting thing that uh, just a few minutes ago broke. I figured the Cowboys go right out and hire Chris Rock. Really? Why would it be Chris Rock? Well, he's ethnic minority and he's offensive. <laughs> Some people take offense to really? it. <laughs> just so Wanda Sykes fit all three. <laughs> Want to be before midnight? I'm saying you check off all three boxes. She just defended the entire state of Florida, <laughs> which is you know it's kind of funny. <laughs> just you know, and, and the, the ball joke about LeBron was just cold last night. I said I didn't watch it. Yeah, Re- Regina Hall, the other uh, tri host there. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she said that uh, for Space Jam two, they should get a. Uh, a, an Oscar for hair and makeup for giving LeBron a, a full hairline. <laughs> See? Ouch. Is it for, I'm just like 
Probably. <laughs> Who would slap harder, LeBron or, or uh, Will Smith? Big Willie or LeBron? <laughs> I don't know, but it just didn't seem right. It's okay to make fun of LeBron's ball head, but LeBron, by the way, probably going to miss tomorrow night's game against the Mavs. Yeah, and I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, it's good for the Mavs. It's bad is for it? fans. Is it? What do you mean, is it? <laughs> well, they've got, they've got well, Anthony Davis. Well, LeBron's scoring at a high clip right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. Uh, Westbrook may just go off tomorrow. It's going to take him 40 shots to go off enough to beat the Mavs. And you think that would... No, it doesn't. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually likely, to be honest with you. I'm just saying. Poor LeBron. Poor what Westbrook. I just, you know, it makes me feel bad. Russell Westbrook, there's like... He's bipolar. On the court, he's a jerk. Off the court, he's really one of the nicest, best-spoken guys. He's sensitive. He, no, no, he's really not. No, he's very sensitive. No, he's he's actually really well-spoken and very Oh, I agree he's well-spoken. He's a great interview. But he's, he's a, a little sensitive these days. Well, these days, because he's been beaten up all year. On the court, he's just like the guy you want to avoid at all cost because he's out of control, it feels like, and mad all the time. And But off the court, I mean, he literally is one of those guys who can turn it on and turn it off. I just feel bad for him. Uh, feel, he makes millions of dollars. No, but I feel bad. He's for a celebrity. Him. I, so what? I feel bad for the. He's taken an abuse this year that he's not taken his entire career. Yes, he really is. And why is he taking abuse? Because he's not playing well. Because yes. he's an older guy who's not playing well, and it's an unfortunate. He's, Would you say he's not playing well, or he hasn't fit in? Well, however you want to do it. He's not shooting well. I agree. And he's not fitting in. And it's a bad area to be with. Good defense and distributing the ball. If you want to. Yes. And so I don't think he's fit in. You know, there's sometimes you think guys or game is going to evolve. I don't think he's evolved. Not at this age. His his game isn't evolving. Why not? Because it's just not. I've seen a lot of guys evolve. He's not going to evolve on the court. He only knows one way, which is all out. Well, see, I disagree. Oh, I do. You remember Sean Marion at his? Sure. He had been a primary school in Phoenix. Yes. What was he in the championship Mavericks team? He was a role player. He was a role player. Yes. And he played his role well. He did it very well. If he was in the second unit offense, he would look to score. Sure. If he wasn't, he played hard defense, moved the ball, set screens, did what he needed to. He's not Westbrook. No, Westbrook, Westbrook, no, he's a different mindset, and I don't see Westbrook ever moving his game to that. Well, that's his fault. That's it isn't his fault. That's the it's main a- reason he's called abuse. And well, I'm, you know, Bayless picks on him. I get that, but at the same time, LeBron thought he would come in there and contribute to a winning ball club, and he hasn't. Well, they misread West R- Russell Westbrook. Then, if they thought he was going to be a role player, he's not a role player. That's not who he is. And I don't care what age he is, he's never going to change. That's who he is. Well, some guys do. He has he chosen has not. not to. We're out of time. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company. Reminder, Brian Bolt's going to be in tomorrow night. Softball coach from Texas a Oh, softball. Volleyball. The brand-new volleyball coach for Texas A&M, Texarkana. We're out of time. You guys take care. We'll see you tomorrow. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth? 